2: the rita cosby show it is a showdown between texas and the federal government over texas protecting its borders and the american homeland i say bravo to texas thank goodness they are standing strong and the deadline was supposed to be this afternoon that just passed and now everybody's wondering what's going to happen what is the biden administration going to do Because they said, we want to see the razor wire that's on the border there in Eagle Pass and Shelby Park. We want to see it removed. And Governor Abbott of Texas said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to double or triple it. I'm not removing one inch and nor should he. Uh, He is protecting not just the Lone Star State, but I believe the American homeland. And he's doing the job that I firmly believe this administration is derelict in doing. And if you talk to legal experts, there is a resolution. If you look at what's going on in the Constitution and they look at the number of the articles, it clearly says that it is the federal government's responsibility to take care of the homeland. That doesn't seem to be in dispute. But if they relinquish their duties or don't fulfill their duties – turn a blind eye, which they certainly seem to be doing this administration on the border, you could contend that it goes back to the states because the states need to protect their sovereignty and their borders. And so Texas Governor Abbott today, this is now becoming a movement. There are at least 25 other Republican governors that are joining suit with Governor Abbott. So he's not alone on this. Uh, Christy Nome of South Dakota saying that she's going to drive and razor wire herself to go help them. She did show up today and say, "Hey, do you need some more National Guard? I know you got Texas National Guard. You want to add some South Dakota National Guard to it?" And a whole bunch of other states are doing the same thing. And to me, it is just downright pathetic what this president, President Biden, is doing. With our border in terms of making it so open, so dangerous, and just this is really scary. We just got some new numbers, by the way, in the last like hour or two from CBP, the Customs and Border Protection. And they said that in the month of December, that's the last full month, they had 302,000 migrant encounters. That is the biggest in American history ever. They expected that it might be near 300, and that would be historic. Well, it's 302,000. So congratulations, President Biden. You reach the top of the peak for illegal encounters in a single month. Not only that, they also said that there were 19 that were taken into custody that were on the terrorist watch list. You think about 9-11, 19 hijackers. You got 19 bad folks crossing our border in a single month. Think about how many have crossed. Some that we've caught, many we have not caught. And that's why having an open border is so downright dangerous. We were talking earlier today, also on Cats and Cosby, with John Solomon. And John Solomon was talking about the intel officers, current and former, that he is talking to right now who say that they have never seen a a more serious situation to the American homelands in their lifetime, that they firmly believe that the threat levels are so high with an open border and with the fact that there are these Chinese nationals that are crossing at a record pace, Russian nationals crossing at a record pace, Iranian nationals crossing at a record pace. What could go wrong? All these countries that wish to do us harm. And he says that these intel officials firmly believe that the single adult males that are crossing the border in record droves at our southern border, unvetted, unchecked, is going to wreak havoc on this country in a very serious and deadly way, and that they are deeply concerned and trying to sound the alarm bells right now for America and especially this president to wake up. We get it. You know, many of you, I get it. I sit there and I look at the open border and I realize how dangerous this is. But this president does not seem to care. And now he's trying to act like, well, maybe we could do something. And it's only because the election is right around the corner. It's a few months away. But he's gearing up, clearly. It's this year, and he knows that he is tanking in the polls when it comes to immigration and border. He's getting, in some cases, 10 11 18%, depending on the poll. People just know this is where he is tanking. They know that he's allowing these people to come through unvetted, unchecked, and we will feel the repercussions of that for generations to come. Here is Senator Ted Cruz of Texas. And this is what he thinks of Biden's border.
3: The Biden border crisis is an absolute humanitarian disaster. And Democrats don't care. Last year, 853 migrants died crossing illegally into this country. Alejandro Mayorcas didn't even know how many had died because he didn't care. When I brought 19 senators down to the border, we saw a man who had drowned floating in the Rio Grande. Democrats don't care. Last year, thousands upon thousands of children were brutalized and sexually assaulted by human traffickers, and Democrats don't care. Last year, thousands of women were sexually assaulted by human traffickers, and Democrats do not give a damn. Last year, more than 100,000 Americans died of drug overdoses from Chinese fentanyl flooding across the southern border, and Democrats do not give a damn. Now, you may say, well, come on, that's harsh, they care. They care. Somewhere in their hearts, they care about all the people suffering and dying. Baloney. Because if they cared, they would stop
2: it. And I feel his anger, too, because if they did care, they could easily fix it. And listen to this. This is John Kirby, the spokesperson, national security spokesperson for the Biden White House. Poor guy probably has one of the toughest jobs in the world. He's got to explain. No, uh, it's not what we think. Listen to this. Here he is on Fox yesterday.
4: Uh, President Biden has, since the very beginning, since day one, been concerned about our immigration policy and and calling for reform. Um, He does agree that there needs to be changes in the way we process. And and we have created additional legal pathways, but there's obviously uh, more that can be done, not only to create legal pathways, but to enforce the laws that are in place uh, and whatever new laws come of this uh, so that we can uh, crack down on illegal immigration. I think he shares those concerns about the need for serious reform. He also believes that part Part and parcel of this effort has got to be extra border security. And that's why uh, a a significant part of of his supplemental request did include specific funding for border security to include additional Border Patrol agents.
2: Uh, Yes, to process them and get them through quicker into the homeland versus turn them around, which is what you're supposed to do. And listen to this back and forth, because Martha McCallum on Fox News, who was interviewing him, said, you know, he could take executive action. He's taking executive action on a whole bunch of different issues. Why not take it on the border? He took executive action to lift, remain in Mexico. That was Trump's policy where they were staying in Mexico. And then if they were vetted and cleared, then they could come to America. So he could do that. He lifted it. He could put it back in place. Listen to this.
4: I don't think he's lacking any sense of urgency about the need for border security at all. And he has taken some executive actions, such as putting, you know, uh, U.S. troops down there to help take off some of the Border Patrol, uh, some of some of their tasks uh, and some of their responsibilities so that they can focus on immigration uh, work itself. Um, And this uh, issue over the wire was actually one of the reasons we opposed it was so that it could could allow the Border Patrol to get access uh, to uh, to the river itself so that they could do their jobs. Uh, But there's there's Lack of sense of urgency here on the importance of of working on the border, but look, executive action can only go so far. I mean, and certainly he's not afraid to use that. I won't get ahead of any decisions he might
2: make. That's what I'm saying. You say there's no lack of urgency. He's been president for three years. This is not just the same old immigration issue we've had going on for a decade, as he said the other day. These are record numbers all the time, and people in Iowa and New Hampshire are the ones who are expressing concerns about it. This isn't Arizona and Texas. This is Iowa and New Hampshire. Yeah, because it's the number one issue in Iowa and New Hampshire. In every city, it seems like right now. Every state, it seems like right now. Because every city and state are border cities and states, thanks to this president, when you have 10 million people come in. And here's a little bit more. Uh, Asking a question, and Kirby's like, what? Listen to this one. Record numbers
4: of people, and it's not just the United States that are facing that pressure. Some uh, Lots of countries in the hemisphere, including Mexico, is facing a lot of pressure at their own southern border. I mean, there are more people on the move in this hemisphere right now than there has been since World War II. And it's a lot John, of we reasons we're forcing people to go. Do we have a go. southern border? Do we have a what? Do we have a southern border? Yes, ma'am. Of course we then do. Then how come people
2: can flow across it every single day? We Hundreds are working and thousands very... of people over the qu- 300,000 people in December.
4: We're working very hard to try to fix that, Martha. That's why we need congressional action.
2: That's why the president asked for additional funding. That is such a lie. If he wanted to fix it, he could fix it tomorrow. And one of the things that they're proposing in the Senate is to limit those crossing to 5,000 a day. So you know they could do it. They're crossing now about ten to 12,000 at its peak. So if they wanted to limit it to 5,000 or 3,000, they can do it. They just don't want to do it. So they are willing to put this country in danger for the sake of future voters that they hope to make citizens and future voters? Is that the game plan? I think so, because I can't imagine any other reason why you would allow people to be unvetted to come into this country. There's no other country on the face of this earth that is being so stupid as our American government is right now with our borders. one 800 848 one 800 848 Nine two two two. Let's go to Phil, line two. Phil, your thoughts. Hi,
5: Rita. Good evening. Pleasure talking to you. You too.
2: Um,
5: Oh, thank you. Um, here's the deal. Uh about six or seven months ago, I I warned you about this Trojan horse of young, able-bodied illegal migrant men coming into the country. Now the government has finally come forward, the times has come forward and talked about this this issue. Um, my point is what's being done about it. You could easily, easily get these guys into into a into a group to perform whatever tasks uh, they were told to do. Remember, these people are here for a reason. They're not here to enjoy America and acclimate and become part of this nation. They're here to get what they want and do what they want. This is a, this is a given fact. The violence at many shelters proves that there's no coordination with these people and the way life is in America. Um, The main thing here is that I I suspect that even if Trump got in, it would take him about two years to figure this thing out and and rebuild the wall and and keep these people out. But what do we do about the, the millions of people that are here now? And what's interesting even more, if you go to the countries, if you go to their pages, their respective pages for those countries on the Internet, a lot of people did not leave those countries. The vast majority, like 95 percent, did not leave those countries. Why? Because these are the people being told to come here by the government and the U.N. because they do not have a proper fit with the countries they are in. America absorbs everything. We absorb the very best. And unfortunately, Rita, we absorb the very worst.
2: And, you know, Phil, we hear the stories, too, uh, and Trump says this, that what uh, they're emptying out their prisons, they're emptying out their mental institutions. They're doing this, they're doing that. Uh, that doesn't inspire a lot of hope that the people coming here. And there's no checking. That's the other thing, too, Phil. I mean, some of the people that are getting vetted, if you will, and I'm I'm being you know facetious when I say vetted. Uh, they are said, "Hey, come back for a court date." The notice to appear. It's the NTA they call it. Notice to appear. Is in 2033. We're counting on you to be there. I mean, there was seriously a woman a couple weeks ago in 2033. I mean, nobody's going to come back in 2033, even if you're well intentioned. You know, I, I don't know what I'm doing Wednesday at 7 a.m. on 2033. You know, I mean, are you kidding me? It's just the most ridiculous thing, and it allows for people to take advantage of the system, and it allows for people that have bad intentions. Like President Trump and others have said, and look, the fact that uh, they had so many crossing the border in December and 19 on the terrorist watch list. There have been years where we've had seven, eight, nine in the entire year. We had 19 on the terrorist watch list, the FBI terrorist watch list, just in December alone. That should be chilling to every single one of us. Phil, thank you. one eight hundred eight four eight. 848 nine,
0: two, two,
1: two. You're listening to the Rita Cosby show.
0: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail from accepting payments to managing inventory. Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system.
1: This is the Rita Cosby Show.
2: Cosby show. We always have great music on Friday. We have great music every night, but Friday nights we gotta let loose a little bit. Let's put it up. I love Michael. with the little Jackson 5. And, of course, I had the honor of knowing Michael Jackson and interviewing Michael Jackson. Uh, He was definitely a character and a great, great talent. There is no question about that. Well, we are talking about the border situation, and it is downright out of hand and the threat that it poses to American national security. Phil was just talking about how they're not setting the best and brightest here. Uh, Listen, I don't blame anybody coming to America. It's a great country. But listen to what Governor Greg Abbott has to say.
6: So uh, what Texas is doing is just very simple. And, and, And that is because the Biden administration has really, truly abdicated its responsibility to secure the border and enforce the laws. Texas very simply is securing the border. And so we put up the razor wire that you were talking about, Bill, and uh, we put up all these barricades that actually have denied illegal entry. Uh, And as you pointed out also in that screen, there are criminals coming across our border. Texas has a right as a state to stop criminals from coming into our state to make arrests of those criminals. Uh, And we have National Guard as well as Texas Department of Public Safety officers who are there to make those arrests, and to deny illegal entry. And Joe Biden actually does have an option here. Joe Biden's option is to enforce the laws of the United States and stop this illegal entry.
2: Yeah, he has a choice. He could change it in a second if he wants to. We're going to take your calls when we come back. 1-800-848-9222, everybody.
1: Cosby is on.
2: Of business this UN agency is doing. Uh, as we are talking about protecting the homeland, Israel is now dealing with some stunning revelations that are coming from the UN Organization for Palestinian Refugees. Again, UN agency. Israeli authorities, through their investigation, determined and they presented it to uh the UN and they decided. Well, maybe these people should be fired. There was clearly something pretty serious here. And it's this organization, again, called UNRWA, and it is for Palestinian relief. It's sort of the preeminent U.N. agency that helps with Palestinian relief services for refugees. And the Israelis have determined that a dozen staffers took part in the October 7th Hamas Terrorist attacks on Israel. This is stunning. First off, we know that this agency has been pushing education in the Palestinian territories that are downright anti-Israeli. Uh, there have also been other claims were right after October 7th, some workers for this agency were praising the attacks. That was seeming to be shocking. But now we're hearing that they had information on the attacks, provided information to Hamas. Knew about the hostages. I mean, this is really disgusting. And this is a UN agency. So today, this is Peter Ducey, the White House correspondent for Fox News, asking John Kirby about this.
7: He said this month about the UNRWA you can't hold them accountable, the depredations of Hamas. How about now?
4: Certainly, it, lo- it looks as if, Peter. And again, there's an investigation going on, so I'll be careful. But it certainly looks as if uh, there's cause to be concerned about the actions of some of the members of UNRWA, the UN Relief and Works Agency. But that does not, and nor should it, impugn the entire agency and the entire all the body of work that they're doing. They have helped save literally thousands of lives in in Gaza. They do important work. Doesn't mean that there aren't some folks in that group that uh, that need to be punished for potentially these kinds of behavior, but that doesn't impugn the entire organization. That's bad,
7: though. If there are 12 people who are accused It's of- bad.
4: It's bad if there's one. It's
7: <clears throat> bad if there's yeah, one. Bad. And the U.S. is giving them money. How much money?
4: We have suspended the... They have we have suspended. I don't have the dollar figures here, Peter. I'll take the question and get back to you. But we have suspended unallocated funds pending the outcome of the investigation.
7: Who does this White House vet? Because we know that people coming across the southern border are not vetted. Now we know that people that are getting hundreds of millions of dollars of U.S. money are not being vetted. So who do you guys check out?
4: Uh, It's it's interesting that you're combining the two. The, the the border in this but let's just let me let me just give me a second it's not like it's not like we don't have a, a process at the border and there is a challenge there and the president does want to get more border patrol agents but this idea that just there's no vetting and there's no proper immigration enforcement going on at the border just does not not comport with reality. There's a lot of work needs to be done to get better at that, but put that aside because that has nothing to do, and you know it has nothing to do with UNRWA and and Gaza. What this
7: administration is doing and how resources are being used. It is a
4: UN agency and yes, we have contributed to their work and that work has been meaningful and it has been important in places like Gaza, but we also are willing to hold them accountable for this particular incident and before the p- alleged behavior by these particular employees, and as I've said, wait, that's, give me a second now, as I said, we want this investigation to be complete and thorough and transparent. And if, it, if, the, if in the investigation it's determined that people need to be held accountable, then obviously we want to see that too.
7: But up until today, the U.S. policy then has been, we don't negotiate with terrorists, but we will give them hundreds of millions
4: of dollars. Come on now, that's, that's conflating here. This is not, you're, you're, that's like saying the whole UNRA is a terrorist organization. You know who is a terrorist organization? Hamas, not UNRWA. Now, if they have, if the investigation proves that in this case, I think it's about a dozen employees were assisting Hamas. And even to the point of maybe even, you know, involved in hostage taking, then absolutely, they need to be held to account. And we will, although we've already suspended any additional allocations to UNRWA, we'll certainly consider additional, you know, what, depending on the investigation, whether that requires any additional uh, changes in the
2: way we support UNRWA going forward. First of all, That is a serious allegation. Herwitty just said, yeah, if it turns out they took part in the hostage taking so calmly, as opposed to, yes, if they played a role, this should be condemned. There's going to be a wide sweeping investigation. These people have had a history of pushing education that wipes Israel off the map and the U.S. is funding them. So let's just go through some of the numbers here. First off, by the way, on UNRWA, this is Trump versus Biden. Donald Trump, 2019, zero dollars to UNRWA. 2020, zero dollars to UNRWA. Joe Biden comes in 2021, gives them $318 million. Then in 2022, $363.9, so almost $364 million. 2023, Joe Biden, $371 million. This is outrageous. And he acts like, well, yeah, if they were part of a hostage taking. You have a U.N. agency? And now you have 12 people that got fired? Clearly these are serious allegations, and they had a history of some really disgusting comments and disgusting education. That's a fact. And these allegations that they got fired for, you know that they looked into it. Give me a break. Where's the outrage even from our White House? And that's like the border. Yeah, you know, maybe some people are crossing the border that want to do something. We're not really sure. Well, whatever. Are you kidding me? These people need to wake up. Well, luckily, as we are talking about the border and the situation, there are a number of other governors that are waking up. And the Republican governors are banding together with the governor of Texas, that's Governor Abbott down there. As we know, he's fighting on the front lines. I mean, you, this is like uh, it's like Mo and Curly. Oh yeah, well, whatever. Let's not really worry. Maybe they were a part of the hostage taking. Whatever. And border, yeah, whatever. Well, listen to Montana Governor Greg Gianforte. He was there on Fox earlier. This is how he describes the border. I'm glad he cares.
5: Since Joe Biden has taken office, we've seen 10 million people cross the southern border illegally. That's 10 illegal immigrants for every citizen of the state of Montana. Uh, We're seeing the implications here on the northern border. We've been arresting Mexican cartel drug dealers in the state of Montana. We are being overwhelmed. There is no word to describe this except invasion. Uh, the open border policy, the Biden administration is making every state a border state, as Governor Kemp said. And it's time for the uh, administration to step up and do their job. That's why it was not a question about whether we were going to stand uh, mm-hmm. with Governor Abbott in protecting the southern border.
2: Yeah. So that's why we need to wake up, as I just said, those stunning new numbers coming from custom and border protection that 19 people On The terrorist watch list that is a chilling number in one single month last year's numbers by the way of all the people caught on the terrorist watch list they totaled more than the seven years before that's stunning that should just show that there are a lot of nefarious people trying to come into our country I'm sure they're good people there's a lot of good people coming into but there's a lot of bad ones and the problem is we're not vetting them. This is insanity. one 800 one 800 let us go to George, line two. George, your thoughts.
8: Hi there, Rita. Uh, this is a, an excellent sign of Biden's tremendous hatred for Trump and his uh, uh, absolute uh, disinterest, you know, in his legacy. He's lost all hopes that his legacy would shine at all. So uh, that's one point I have to make, uh, that he doesn't care about his legacy. And uh, more important than that is that the Democrats over the years have been trying to amnesty the uh, 20-odd million illegals in this country and have failed miserably. Uh, uh, So, therefore, uh, this is a ruse a gambit on the part of Biden at the opening of the floodgates. Uh, in order to force the Republicans to uh, agree to some type of amnesty for uh, illegals uh, numbering over 20 million already having lived in this country. And uh, this is the worst thing that has ever happened to this country besides the two world wars, uh, in my humble opinion, you know. It's, it's than an invasion,
2: George. It's an invasion. I hear what you're saying. And, and I agree with you. I think they are. One day they're going to say, hey, here's the deal. Maybe we can somehow seal the border, but everybody that's here now, poof, they're citizens. And guess who they're going to vote for? The person who let them in and let their family members and everybody else in, you know, unvetted. Oh, you, you hear them saying, where's Biden? Where's Biden? The few that get stopped at the border say, wait, 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 this isn't supposed to happen. Joe Biden invited me. I mean, they literally say that. You can't make it up. Let's go to Stan. Line five. Stan, your thoughts. That was very powerful what George had to say. Go ahead.
9: Not really. Not really. Oh, but, not uh, really?
2: Okay. No, go not ahead. really. Go He's ahead. Saying, Stan. Hey,
9: nobody pardon nobody. Okay? Again, you know, you, you, you people got dementia on this program. No. Number one. You know,
2: Stan, you think an open border is fine? Do you think that that protects a country, any country in the world? you got to be kidding me. Come one, come all. George, don't worry yeah. about don't you, it. Come You know, one. you put
9: your foot in your mouth a couple of days ago when you talked about the 9-11 terrorists coming in here. Who ran the country? George e. Bush and the Republicans. They looked the other way. They didn't know what was going on. So don't talk yeah, to me about the Yeah, they missed it. By
2: the way, Stan, Stan, you are correct. I never said that it was under Biden. I never said the 19 hijackers. I'm well aware it was George W. Bush. You didn't ask me that detail, Stan, but somehow you're skirting over that. Let's get to the facts. Okay. Let's Let's get to the facts. The facts. The facts are that you think an open border is okay. You think American citizens being completely vulnerable to people who are living among us, that we have no idea who they are, unvetted, unchecked, and you think that that's okay.
9: You know, you put words in people. Let's get something straight. You're the ex-president, let's hope he stays that way, just made a statement a couple of days ago The Republicans are yelling, screaming, let's make a deal. They don't want to make a deal. Trump says, you know, he, 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 they give in to this idiot and they say, uh, we won't make a deal. Trump doesn't want them to make a deal now with the president. They shouldn't the make a deal. What a stupid moron this guy wait, a, is.
2: wait a minute, Stan. Do you actually think that they should make a deal? to allow 5000 illegal unchecked migrants in versus 10 a day. That's okay with you, Stan? Is that make okay? A deal, that's what the, Rita. that's what the deal is. They don't want to make that's, a deal. They shouldn't it, make it a takes deal. on everything. They, you know it what? They shouldn't make a deal unless the deal a, Hang on, Stan, credit. Stan. Just... No, that's I actually I'll give you something different. They shouldn't make a deal unless the deal is we will seal the border and we will vet Somehow, and this is going to be a voluminous task, the people that are already here, seal the border, and then let's figure out a way to vet everybody that's here. If they're here legally, if they fit the criteria, they can stay. If they can't, they must be deported, and it must be checked immediately. There needs to be a plan. You can't say, oh, I'm going to like halfway rob the bank. As opposed to fully rob the bank. Why not close the bank or add extra security? That's not what the Democrats are talking about. You know it, and you are playing games with our security, and that's not fair. Go ahead, Stan.
9: The ex-president stated, don't make a deal with them. Wait till... I get in, and so forth. What is this for? And these idiots, these weaklings, and the speaker are going to give in to this? A deal can be made. They want to. There should be no deal. There should be no deal
2: when it comes to national security. You shouldn't do a deal. The deal should be seal the border and protect America. That's the deal. And if they don't want to make that deal. The, the Democrats, then they're not being genuine. And if the president doesn't want to make that deal, then he's not being genuine. And guess what? He hasn't wanted to do it for three years. So even if somehow he has an epiphany right before Election Day, it's all about politics, not about national security. But Stan, I love you anyway. Have a great weekend. Thanks so much. And everybody, now let's go to our Support Our Heroes segment.
1: The Rita Cosby Show presents Support Our Heroes.
2: And this is the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Support Our Heroes segment with a powerful story from Hayworth, Illinois. A special parade of fire trucks and police cars drove through the town wishing veteran Paul Petrie a happy birthday and thanking him for his service to our nation. Local first responders, veterans, and neighbors all turned out to surprise U.S. Army veteran Paul Petrie outside his home on his 97th birthday. Well, an organization called the Battle Cross Crusaders Program put on the parade. They got multiple agencies across the state and local law enforcement to surprise him. Jeff Murlock, who founded that organization, said it's important to honor our veterans and ensure their sacrifices are never, ever forgotten. And everybody, all you have to do to help the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is remember and never, ever forget. Simply donate $11 a month to the great Tunnel to Towers Foundation. They support America's military and first responders heroes. They are an incredible organization. So check out Tunnel to Towers Foundation at t2t.org t number two t dot org
1: you're listening to the rita cosby show it's the rita cosby show
2: Goes on after that call from Stan. Wow. He thinks it's okay that maybe we should settle on just having 5,000 illegals a day. How's that? When 19 of them could be on the terrorist watch list? Yeah, what the heck? Why do we have 4,999 on the terrorist watch list? How do you like that, Stan? 1 800 848 9222. Let's go to Tony, line one. Tony, your thoughts about this. Hi. Two, two thoughts on John Kirby. Um, it's amazing how
9: he had nothing to say about, you know, we're doing everything to keep everyone safe. It's always, ah, oh, shucks, Woody always giving me a hard time for it. This is their mentality because their agenda is to keep us unsafe. What else can we assume? You don't if you don't want to keep us safe, then you're doing everything you can to make sure that we're not safe. Good and point.
2: I, Good point. <laughs> uh.
9: And so, you know, just you're on your own, kids, is basically what we get. And don't give us such a hard time. And I can't believe he was like a, a rear admiral in the Navy. I mean, like, what was going on with that craziest battleship?
2: I mean, like, <laughs> the answer is that? Although, you know, you know, I, I feel bad for John Kirby because his, you know, he's the messenger, you know, he, it's like Majorcas; they're the messengers, uh, I wonder after a few drinks what they would really say, you know? Like, uh, can you believe what I'm dealing with? But I got to go out there with a straight face every day. Uh, so I sort of feel for John Kirby especially. I think Orcas is drinking the cooling. I think, uh, you know, I feel like when I look at Kirby, he's trying to weave. I, I've met Kirby a number of times. Seems like a good, decent man, smart guy, definitely, you know, veteran, great service. But um, even on the UNRWA stuff and on the border stuff, he's like, well... You know where's the furor where's the anger you know tony real quick i mean you got to be angry if you look at the border for five seconds you got to be angry
9: and listen on the sand side i don't think there's any any islamic terrorists that would go after Stan. he's safe
2: in his little park <laughs> <He's safe. laughs> they'd be like i don't want to deal with that guy that guy's too much hassle they're like we'll go somewhere else Oh my god. Well Stan is a veteran as I recall, so I will say I love that about Stan
6: and I appreciate that about Kirby. But both of them need to be like circle back Saki.